for the 115th Lug Nuts Podcast. Welcome, gearheads, to another show. Welcome. This week, we got a Chevy short fit. R-Type and 3D. Electric garbage truck. Wooden battery. Electric Alpine. And Porsche states the obvious. Play on the tanger. Drive on Lugnut. Right on over here to Facebook.com backslash lug nuts podcast where you will find all of our luggy and nutty content you can also hop over to pjandwh.com where you will find all the links for all our podcasts but the main thing i wanted to start off here in the beginning rant we um i'd made the decision check out a local establishment it's been there since 1962 filling gyms Ooh. Went down there, had a great conversation with the cre- uh, with the whole staff down there. Costo mentioned how he was interested in a, a podcast popping down there. So maybe this exact podcast may be going live from a very well and very established place in the future. We will have to see. But I definitely t- I told him we'd talk about them. I told him we'd highlight them. They've been there for a long time. Great, great food that has been always been there. And it's a local Delco staple. We always highlight out the Delco businesses in the Perjangers and Wallhungers Media Network. So that's where I wanted to start off. But the first place we're going to start off story-wise is right here. Well, you don't see them much anymore. This is called a pickup truck. You might have heard about them. What's that? Ford and Chevy still make them in microscopic quantities, but... Hersa Motors in Hidalgo, Texas, is selling luxury short bed Chevy Silverados. Hang on. We have photos below. Short bed. He is, aren't starts, those the not trucks that you talk about? No. Notice there are two doors and a bed. It is a standard. Oh, not the other one. So long it's a, bed is it's the a one regular. With the multiple tires. Okay, so this is a real pickup truck. Really no, nice. Actually, it's an ice cream sandwich. Of course it's a as opposed to, like, the Ridgeline. They start with a cab or a long bed, or most of them start as U-Hauls. Gives them a second life, fixes them up, customizes them as you wish. Most of them are powered by 5.3 liter V8s or a 6.2 liter. You get about 355 horsepower and about 383 torques. You could enjoy your ice if cream you sandwich with that. want one... Give a call down at uh, Hersa Motors in Hidalgo, Texas. Okay. Get yourself a Chevy two-door. It's a, it's a great-looking truck. It's a nice-looking truck. You know? I mean, they Chevy, have, I never uh, had a problem. They have photos below of the interior. They have a uh, custom interior. Hang on. Let me get down there. Wow. Okay. So the uh, custom interior looks like standard uh, there. Oh, yeah. I mean... I, that's what I like about that. You have two little glove boxes right 
there on top of your screen. And yeah, all that's that. different. It's a nice looking truck. It's if what you need it seats, for. Seats, uh, they look. Oh wow, rather fantastic. So, looks like a goodbye all over. It does. But this next story. Cadillac's unveiling a brand new car. At the uh, unveiled a show for a car, the Cadillac Celestia, upcoming hand-built sedan, starting at $300,000. Holy shit. It's a lot of money. They're trying to compete with Rolls-Royce. Cadillac thinks... Good luck. <laughs> they're in the same... Uh, Grade as Rolls Royce. I, I, you know, I don't think you're there yet. No, not that one. <laughs> yeah, no. But they're a fine, I'm sure they're a fine, fine. company. They've had, uh, you know, I know someone who has a Cadillac. She's had no problems. But uh, uh, it will have five interactive touchscreen displays with a 55-inch diagonal screen spanning the front of the cabin. Smart glass roof with adjustable transparency. Capable, they say, of self-driving in most situations. I'm, uh -huh. uh, you know, I, I'm doubtful. It is inspired by the 16-valve powered coaches of the pre-World War II era and a hand-built 1957 Eldorado uh, brought them. Wow. Okay. So between the two of them, you'll have the new Cadillac Celestia at, $300,000. For that price tag, I better get the power of Captain Planet. Uh, yeah, no Captain Planet powers will be. Sea <laughs> yes. stores were prohibited. But what if you wanted to look at, say, a car in 3D? Well, Honda has thought of, of just that. Honda has, is, has introduced the R-Type, and in Japan... And everywhere that the internet is available, you can view your different colors in 3D from every angle. All right, that's cool. It's what you've always wanted, right? This Honestly, is what it looks yeah. like in white. Uh, probably the standard colors. White, How does blue. the door jam look in uh, lime yellow? They don't have, mm, that's not a color. No, I don't like that. That's not a color. White, red, blue, gray, no. uh, black. Those okay. Are the colors. So no yellow. That's it. No. Fuck your yellow. <laughs> White, gray, black, grayer, grayest. But that, that's the color scheme of most cars. Black, gay. It's like a, it's like black, a black gray, and white scale. Black, gray, blue, white. Yeah. What do you want? It's basic colors. They, they, occasionally, they do have special editions that have separate colors. It's like they never heard of green or orange. A little bit more horsepower. Ah, the horsepower can't work with orange. Only in Dodge. They specifically worked out the technology to master the car color orange. Well, they're one of the only companies that will, I think, paint the color the car any color you want. Yeah, yeah, they will. Uh, so. I, I want to say uh, Mitsubishi doesn't paint it any color, but they just have like pick it a lot of uh, colors. Yeah, they just have a plethora. So, but in this next story, may not have too many color choices because it's a special project. Project 24 debuts. This is our rendering. It is a three. It will be using the three-liter Nutuno engine V6 with turbo, 740 horsepower. Although the road car, 
only produces 621. Mm. You do get a six-speed sequential gearbox. No squeaky wheels included. Limited slip differential, self-locking mechanical differential, adjustable dampeners, anti-roll bars, Brembo carbon ceramic brakes, 18-inch wheels, and this will only be a track car. No price listed. So I can't take that to Giant? No. It's not even allowed on the road. It's just... Just for a track. You know what? There probably uh, wasn't enough space for my groceries cleaners. anyway, so that's probably not my car. Yeah, probably not. It is a Maserati, and it's worth a lot more than my house, so. You're not taking it to Giant. No. no. But you might take this next car right there. Okay. I think that was the uh, first petroleum-powered uh, car on the podcast, that last story. Yeah. This one is Hyundai's answer to affordable electric at less than $20,000. Although it is only in Europe, but it's a start for affordable pricing on electric cars all over the place. No options, if any, will be available. This will replace the i10, Hyundai's entry-level car for Europe, Volkswagen also has a car similar, but theirs is the ID Life for 25K to start. Mm. So, a uh, little affordable car for Europe. Uh, no, no word on mileage, no word on uh, electric uh, motors are going to cram in there. But if you're in Europe, they're going to look out. Sounds it. like they're going to try and compete with a Dacia Sandero. Look for it near you. You might want to look for this next one, especially in the Europe section. Mm-hmm. The Kia Exceed got a facelift. Here it is. Uh, there's a picture of the face below. Oh, I was about to say, what did they They lift? adjusted the front end mirrors uh, and the front end to make it more sporty. Okay. No word on engine, but they like to put a one liter three cylinder engine that produces 118 horsepower or... 1.5 that produces 158 horsepower or a 1.6 borrowed from the GT, which will produce 201. That one would be nice. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> Hence the dream. <laughs> looks like. Uh, looks nice. Great changes. They got I guess. green. Green. Yes. We were just talking about colors. Green. Hashtag green. It's not my favorite color of green, but, you know, no. it's a start. No, yeah. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. It is. They look, it looks a lot like a uh, an estate. Yeah. Hatchbacks yeah, I mean, do. I mean, all those normal hatchbacks. I mean, that's the one promise we had for the Integra is that you're going to have a sedan hatchback, but then they messed it up with a CVT. Yeah. Yeah. You know who won't mess up this next story? And it won't go in the garbage. Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz is adding a garbage truck to their fleet. Not only is it a garbage truck, it's an electric garbage truck. That's what the front of it looks like. Isn't it fantastic? It is fantastic. I love that Mercedes garbage truck. Garbage truck for municipal fleets, all electric, likely to have two liquid 
powered liquid cooled motors making 443 horsepower and a peak horsepower of 536 with a two speed transmission. You can get three or four battery packs at 112. You can get. You can get three or four battery packs, 112 kilowatt hours, fast charge, just like the E-Acros, which is the other truck. They have a side view uh, lower there. There you go. It looks like a Mm, garbage garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah. Charges from 20 to 80 in one hour. That is one battery pack, by the way. With four battery packs, it'll go 200. Hundred wow. and forty nine miles on a charge. That's impressive. Now, that also brings me to Matt Man's tip of the day. Everybody comes into a garage or shop and say, "Hey, there's something wrong with my motor." This, this right here, that is a motor. You have an engine. That's the difference. That's Matt Man's tip of the day. Well, do you have any tips for wooden batteries? Hmm. I know, roof, roof all about. (laughs) Use lacquer thinner? I don't know. (laughs) This isn't it. No. It is. Try again. This. There we go. Ah, wood. You ever get wood in the car? Not like this. Volkswagen back North Volt partners with Solta SO to develop batteries using wood. Not, Not just any wood. Wood from Norwegian forest, Nordic forests. I'm sorry. This is where that should go. Nordic forest wood. <laughs> Company described linga hard wood, man. Linging as a plant-derived polymer found in the cells of dry land plants. Okay. Trees will compo- compose twenty to thirty percent of which binds the battery. Okay. Of the binder. Wood batteries. I never would have thought. Wooden. Thor not needed. Wood needed. Well, you could power it with wood here. I would love to see how this works. <laughs> yeah, man. Who didn't think of a wooden battery before? They do say they'd like to be the first company that sources the imba- the battery I'm telling entirely you, man. from raw European materials. I'm going to make a battery made of wood. Better yet, it's sustainably Forested. Yeah. Well, in a managed, sustainably managed yeah. forest. So, sustainability uh, is the key, especially when, when you're talking about batteries. Because everybody's key on the battery thing, especially with electric, because you have to mine those materials to get those batteries. Yeah. So if you have a sustainable battery that you could just grow, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there is some mining that's involved. but ah, A little bit. Sure. But wooden batteries coming in your future. Wood needed. Oh, no. I got a splinter from my battery. (laughs) Maybe you don't like splinters. Maybe you like camping. Sure. Why not? Maybe. Maybe Camping. Mm. No. No. Not in a garbage truck. No camping in a garbage truck. Well, now I got to keep it in. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you might like some camping. Uh, maybe. UK camper shop Sussex Camper Vans is retrofitting lithium batteries to its all-electric to 
to an all-electric NV200 camper van hybrid. Sink. All right. Yeah, it's a little camper van hybrid, 35 miles to the gallon, potential range of 500 miles. 50L compressor, fridge, uh, cooktop, LED light, USB, and 12-volt outlet kitchen block. Has extra storage, seats four, and sleeps four. Very closely. 58825 is where it starts. I mean, people are snuggling together. They have four in that van. They have been shipping them all over the world. I bet. <laughs> it's very versatile. It has a uh, lot of they uses. They originally but... wanted to do an all-electric version, but uh, they're working on it. So for someone who wants to go camping but doesn't want all the... Uh... Look, you just want to go camping with four of your closest buddies and be close the entire time because yeah, you're sleeping your... right next to each other. Your clean energy car that's powered. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice little uh, pop-up, though. You know, up there. That's nice. Give you a little extra room, little ventilation. Oh, Looks why like do you have this door? Just it's so you a can, bar. What, so you can wash your hands? It's a bar. All right. Bar. But you Grab might not want to bar food. this next story. This next story is all about Alpine. Okay. There we go. This next story is all about Alpine. This is... The A110 Eternity. This is a prototype. Alpine offers the A110. And soon, it looks like this. And soon, they'll offer the electric version. 12 battery modules, placing four in the front, eight in the rear, with 3,037 pounds. That's a heavy, heavy car. Wow. (laughs) Heavy, heavy, tiny little car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the finding out Wee Man's 300 pounds. Powertrain components are from a Renault Megane E-Tech. You'll get 238 horsepower, 221 A little bit dark torques. matter in there. Uh, probably not in a Renault. Zero to 60. Can't afford it. Two in 4.5. That's .1 seconds slower than the petroleum-powered one. Removable roof with doesn't impact the car's rigidity. Made... From recycled carbon. Well, that's actually kind of cool. You know, you can remove the roof without compromising your safety. They also made some of the components from flax, a material which they're calling a material of the future. Well, no, I've, I've, I've gathered flax in many survival games. That's how you actually get a lot of uh, key components. There was one other company that's making uh, dashboards we reported yeah. on a while ago with flax or something. Yeah, some yeah. Plant material. Yeah. So apparently it's very popular. Look at something other than vinyl and dead cows. Before we move on to this next story, yeah. I will point out this is another electric car. We covered <laughs> what? One? This is the future. No, no, wait for it. This next story. Find my mouse. No, this next story. There we go. This next story, Porsche would like to let everyone know that electric vehicles are going to be profitable in the long run. You don't say. 
In the long run, they're going to be profitable. In the long run, I've talked almost exclusively about electric cars and one-track car that you can't drive on the road. Yeah. Like, thanks. Thanks, Porsche. Porsche's going all electric by 2031. <sighs> but a lot if of you want to go all electric or all petroleum or carbon-based or not carbon-based, uh, hop on over to our Facebook site. In our uh, website, PJ and WH. Facebook.com backslash Lugnuts Podcast. That's where you'll find us going live. You'll find all the finished, polished material that, man, it just makes us look even better. And you'll find that on PJAndWH.com or our YouTube page. And, of course, it does not matter if you drive a Dacia or a Renault. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. We'll see you next week, gang. Drive on! Don't stop at one rough. You gotta go with multiple roughs, man. It's the end segment! Mascot hero time, Blinky Doodle Bud! It's hot. I know. You're trying. You're trying. Just like trying. To tune over to the Triforce podcast this Tuesday. A lot of big stuff. A lot of big stuff. Comic-Con happened. A lot of stuff happened. We want to see you then. As well as seeing you next week, loyal wall jangers, for another Lug Nuts podcast right here. Until then, drive on. Bye-bye. Drive on Lug Nuts. I couldn't even pull up pjandwh.com. Right before this podcast. The weird browser glitch continues on only the Mac computer. And the only thing uh, old man and myself could think of is recent events. Maybe some kind of malware attack. No idea. But we can go live. In theory. F1 race. <sighs> Big Big crash mm -hmm. and a very big disappointment on one end. A lot of cheers, though, for Lewis Hamilton, for obviously P2 and George Russell P3. Yep, big day for the Silver Arrow. And much deserved, man. I mean, how much of, like, I know myself. I've been, I am a Lewis Hamilton fan because you made me that way. But I am very much, like, this season, I was I was disappointed. I mean, it was the car. It was certain circumstances. This race, he got a win. Mm -hmm. And it was well-deserved. Uh, second. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, Verstappen got second. The Red Bull Band-Aid was on top. But you saw the overall hope. Okay. And even in his message to his team, like he always does after the race, it was like, great job. Let's keep going. He always keeps that motivation going. That's what I like about Lewis. But, you know, I mean, uh, F1 continues to excite and amaze, just like this podcast, because we want you to excite that subscribe button, hit the very best Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers video for you, and also check out every single 115 Lug Nuts podcast in a playlist. And, of course, the podcast does not end until our main man, Connor, says... Drive on Lug Nuts. We'll see you next week, gang.
Drive on. Drive on lug nuts.